You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Maggie Magan. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling business book series for small businesses. It's titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. You can get this in digital copy or paperback at Amazon. And the book we're referencing today, because this is a series, is volume two. It's the one with the emerald green cover. So today I'd like to share with you, we're going to have a conversation with number one best-selling business author from the 2018 book, Kelly E. Andrew. And before we go into learning about Kelly, I want to say hi, rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan. I am the crazy and wonderful uh, number one best-selling business author and creator of the best-selling Brilliant Breakthroughs annual business book series. And for a living, I'm a master business coach and trainer at Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc. So now that we have me out of the way and you know who the heck I am, let's focus on Kelly Andrew. Welcome, Kelly. Hi, Maggie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're a rock star. You're a number one best-selling business author. Isn't that cool? Feels pretty good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you're not new to the podcast either. Um, we've had you, let's see, you've been, so people can go back and listen to you again, because after they hear this, they will. Um, Kelly's first three episodes are 59, 67, and 79. I'll say that again, 59, 67, and 79. And one of the things that Kelly's doing is really cool is um, she's breaking down what she wrote about in the chapter. And just so you know, in the 2018 book, Kelly's chapter is the first chapter, and it's titled The Inbound Pipeline to Success. So she's, she's breaking down and going into much greater detail of what she's speaking about at each one of these phases through um, inbound pipeline. And she's sharing some really important nuggets here. Like she said something about our websites in episode 79. Then I went, oh, I don't have that on my website and I need to go fix that. So um, I did and well, I. I'm revamping my site right now. So I've built that into it. And I am grateful because she gives great wisdom. So make sure you go back and listen to the episodes that she had. But uh, Kelly, you're a rock star at what you do. You're a marketer and so much more. How do you like that? I love it. You're very kind. <laughs> okay, so last time we were together, you discussed the convert phase of the inbound pipeline to success. And like I said, everybody go back and listen to those other three episodes and, and uh, 
we're in episode, oh, I can't remember what her number is, but this is Kelly's fourth podcast. So she's gonna take us down the next phase, but what's on our agenda today? What is the phase that we're gonna explore? Yeah, so today we're gonna um, talk about the close phase of the inbound pipeline. And so last time, just a reminder that convert, the idea is when someone gets to your website for the first time, how do we get them to give us their email address? And now that we have it, now that they've opted in and said, yes, I wanna know more, now it's time to really focus on content that helps them make a decision about your service or your product. Um, so it's building out um, content that lives on your site, email content that is truly gonna help you shorten your sales cycle because they're doing the research on their own. Um, and so things have changed a lot. It used to be, you know, the, the salesperson was kind of the gatekeeper of information. You had to have a consultation with a salesperson to get what you needed, whether it was pricing or a, prod, a demo, um, you know, more information, case studies. And now people are just saying, yeah, no, I don't want that. I want to do this research on my own so that I'm more prepared when I get to that salesperson that I've got a decision made. And that's actually great for businesses because it lets us close faster. Um, so it's all about putting the time in on the close phase on your website. Okay, so so wait a minute here. I think a lot of business owners believe that marketing ends once the lead is received. So let's clarify this step in the process a little more because there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So this when when someone becomes a lead again traditionally it's been that's where the pass off to your sales team um, happens and you know I work with HubSpot and I have a funny instructor there that wants that laughs when we use the term marketing so it's sales and marketing are kind of together now they they overlap they really do and so the idea with this is that even though they've already become a lead you can still use great marketing content to help work through that sales cycle basically and it's a little bit like dating like this is the fun time where they want to learn more about you they're checking you out online they're really getting a feel for whether you're compatible with what they're looking for and you're building trust and that'll really help you close that sale okay so so this is a really different <clears throat> way to look at how we do business because 20 years ago, it was like, you would meet somebody, you'd shake your hand, you say, what are you looking for? I got that, and, and you would sell. Yep. Now, so, there's this really long process. Yeah, and, so. And we as the owners aren't in control anymore, right? You're, I would say you are in control, but it's more about how you're building out your website. So like you mentioned, 20 years ago, your website, you built it out once, you invested a lot of money in it, but then it was sort of done. And it was all about getting someone to call and you know talk to that salesperson. So the conversion was a little different. Right. Whereas today, um, it's all about using your website and updating it and keeping it rich in content where people are returning, they're finding what they need. Um, they're really seeking information that they would normally get in that with that sales call 
on their own. Um, okay, so you talk about dating. Yeah. And, and I said, so, you know, we're really not in control, but we are because it's how we show up. Totally. Right? It's how we um, represent. Yeah, and that's all based on what you already know about your sales process. I mean, think about maybe the top three questions that you get asked as a business owner. So probably something about pricing, probably, you know, a, a prove it thing. Does this really work? How does it work? Um, you know, how, how does this actually help my business? Those are all things that you can build out and have live right on your website. So again, you know, the key pieces of content for this Case studies are a huge one that you can have live right on your site that really, um, again, instill trust in that person who's doing research and comparing you to the next business on their website. If you're already putting out there, here's how we work, here's our proven process, here's what you can expect from us, it's making them more comfortable and building that relationship before they hit the, the sales meeting. Okay, all right. So this this is about that old word courting, you know, mm -hmm. and we're dating, right? Um, so exactly how do you use online marketing to court prospects? <laughs> you started to say some of them, but right, tell me a right. little more. Yeah, so this is really, I think email marketing is a great way to play this, this courting game a little bit because you can tell so much about where a prospect is. So let's say, you know, they, they give you their name and their email address, they convert, and you send out an email. Well, you'll know if they open that email right away and they click on you know, a link to go back and get more information, or if they come back to your website and look around a little bit more, you know that they're interested. Those are great signs for you. And if they don't, you know, if they, if they don't open that first email or they're not engaged with the content that you're putting out there, you know that maybe they're not as hot of a prospect and they go into a longer um, you know, process of building that relationship. So it's really, you know, it's kind of, we've talked about the art and science before. Right. The art of it is creating engaging content that people need and are looking for. And the science of it is looking at the data to say, here's how I categorize this prospect and here's what I can expect from them. And, and here's over time, what I learned that this type of process needs is what I develop and give them. Okay. Now that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So how do I know what a lead is looking for if I'm doing all of this, because I'm doing a lot of the front end stuff, right? Yep. So this is definitely a key piece of inbound marketing and that is having um, the tools to be able to see this data. So at Filament, we work with a CRM called HubSpot, but there are many options that you can use to track what's going on, on on your website. This, what I really love about HubSpot is that from the minute they opt in and give us that email address, we start looking at their behavior. So what pages are they visiting? How often are they visiting our website? Which emails are they opening? What are they clicking on? Um, all of this lets us really um, move that relationship forward because it's not a one-sided relationship anymore. We're, we're both part of it. Um, it's pretty neat to see that happen too and, and be able to respond appropriately. Okay, so 
we do know what they're up to if we have a good system, a good CRM to guide us. And, and we take the time to slow down and look at what their behavior is as they're engaging with us, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one, one thing that I was thinking about, and it's, a, it's less, um, probably less important than having a CRM and having tracking like that. But often what I say for a baseline for people to track is how many new visitors are coming to your website every month and how many repeat visitors. And one of the indicators for you to know if, if you're um, being successful in this close phase is if you start to see more repeat visitors to your website. So if we go back and we're in the um, attract phase or the convert phase, we wanna see new visitors. We wanna get new people into our funnel. We wanna collect new leads. But in this phase, it's good to see more repeat visitors starting to come to your site because that means they're engaging with you. And, and again, courting, building that relationship. Okay, so, so that means that they're finding what you're saying to them is favorable, right? Yep. And not only favorable, but valuable. So you're giving them something that the competition maybe isn't. And again, if we go back to um, one of the things I'll remind everyone, and I, I believe I've said this before on the podcast, was we're still human. Um, we're still, you're still selling to a human who's making that decision. And so they need to feel comfortable. So if we can help lay out for them what is this relationship going to look like? And that might be your proven process over time. How do you work with clients? What are the expectations? Um, what are the results that they can expect? All of those things are really, really valuable pieces of information that they are going to say, oh, I get it. And I already feel more comfortable, even though I've only looked at this content on your website than I do with a brand that doesn't have this information. Okay. And if it's in alignment with what they're thinking about and all that, that, that sets up the next step, right? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So to wrap this all up, because we just unpacked a whole bunch of stuff. Why is it so important for small business owners to pay attention to the close phase in the inbound marketing strategy, which is different from what they've been accustomed to? Yeah. So this bring it on. Yeah, this is all about finding good fit. So if you're most business owners that I know have a good target or a niche that they're going after, and we don't want to have to drag a lead along and, and convince them and they're going to be the hardest, you know, to actually sell. We want the customers that are saying, I know what you do. I appreciate it. I value it. I'm going to pay for it. I'm ready to go. So this is really a way to use content to um, sort of segment your leads and say, okay, this is a lead that would be a great fit. I see that they're engaged. I see that they're opening emails. They're following through. They're looking at my website. Um, that's a lead that I probably want to follow up on and, and be engaged with versus a lead that's maybe not ready. Maybe they're just kind of kicking tires at this point. Um, you won't pay as much attention to them or, or you know, you'll put them in an automated um, sequence versus moving them right to your sales team. Ah, okay. Now, that's really cool because you're saying 
as we look at the analytics of their behavior, it starts to give us an idea if we should say, hey, do you want to go on a date? Right. Or do, I, or do we still play this cat and mouse game, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and see if it's the right fit. But there comes a point where it's like, ask. Yep. Okay. And engage in a different level than, uh, oh, I want to say the word passive, but that's not the right word because this is not passive. Right. This is very active. But it, it's, if you want to amplify and move to the next step of engaging further in potential customer, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, keep in mind, this is called close. So the whole deal here is you're trying to close that new business. And this is just going to help you again, hopefully shorten your sales cycle when you're actually paying a salesperson to work through the process. Well, um, because you know they're hot. Yeah, they're going to have better leads. It's going to let them be more successful. Um, and weed out the leads that aren't as hot um, that you can keep on the back burner for a while. Okay. All right. Yeah, because you don't want to um, do a premature invitation to a close. It won't right. succeed. So you just keep them on the back burner while you work whoever is hot. Right. Okay, cool. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't wait till we have our next round here. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. And I, I wish we could talk further, but why don't you share, Kelly, if there's one thing you want people to understand about the close phase, what is it? Um, so this is your close content is ever evolving and it's based on what your customers need. So again, don't feel like, well, you built your website, you're done. This is a place where you really need to keep considering what are your customers looking for and how do you build that and how do you enrich your website um, to give them what they need. Cool. And I, I take that to heart because there's a lot of people that are stagnant out there. Mm -hmm. um, great. So listeners, this is how you can learn more, engage with our number one best-selling business author, Kelly E. Andrew, I love the E. <laughs> um, start by reading chapter one about inbound marketing in the number one new release book, uh, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, volume two. And at the end of Kelly's chapter, at the bottom of her author page, she has a very cool invitation. I strongly encourage you to accept that invitation and engage with her because you will be blown away at what she has for you. It's not only relevant, it's also free. Ooh, is she using some of her tactics she's been sharing with us? <laughs> she's smiling right now, folks. Okay, plus she has all sorts of handles for her social media so you know how to connect with her as well. So here's something that's really cool right now. You can see everything about the book and how to get a hold of it and Kelly by going to the books app in your app store, go get the book, Brilliant Biz Book. That's all one word, Brilliant Biz Book. And um, then when you open it up, there is an area that's called Ask an Expert and you'll see Kelly E. Andrews name there. Click on that, type in your question, 
it will go to Kelly and she will reply back to you. I think that's pretty cool. Not too many people have stuff like that on their apps. You'll respond, won't you, Kelly? Absolutely. Okay, so she said she would, so take her up on it. Give her a question or two uh, and be thrilled with what she's going to share with you. Listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Until next week, shine brightly.